Hello, everyone. Welcome to the On the Rise Show, episode 53. I am Mr. Molly McGuire, alongside Alicia Loray. How are you, Alicia? Hey, Molly. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good, too. Thank you very much. Today's topic is going to be public speaking. Um, do you have any initial thoughts? Uh, public speaking, my initial thought is that it makes me kind of nervous, I guess, but it's something that I want to get into and do probably within the next year. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. The reason why um, for me it's important to, uh, to, to talk about it today is that uh, it's one of my goals uh, for the people who haven't read my story. Uh, one of my goals for uh, the second half of 2018 is mm -hmm. talk to a um, hundred people over an hour or about an hour for hundred people. And uh, that is something that really terrifies me. <laughs> I don't know about you. Yeah, the same for me. <laughs> so where do you think you're going to do the speech at? Or do you have any ideas? Yeah, so I haven't done anything towards that goal, right? But the mm -hmm. most important thing for me always is just writing it down. So writing mm -hmm. it down and the, the act of writing it down makes it something to uh, achieve of, or to aim for. But I haven't done anything um, substantial, let's say. But first of all, like my writing every day and mm -hmm. this podcast every day is working towards that goal already. Yeah, that's true because we're building the skills up in order to do that. And since I've been writing, it's helped me to better articulate myself. And then also the podcast has definitely helped with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like public speaking is complex, right? So there are a lot, like you said, very interesting. There are a lot of skills you have to have. To, um, have. So for one, for instance, is storytelling. And that's something we, we learn by writing. But another one is like pronunciation. And I mean, yeah, I'm not a native English speaker, so I really have to practice on that. Uh, can you think of some more skills you would need to have to be um, a virtual or a very good public speaker? You probably have to have a good stage presence, I'm thinking. Like, so the crowd is receptive to you, like your hand gestures and how you present yourself, I think is something important. Yeah, first of all, like um, the whole introvert extrovert issue, is that uh, relevant to the public speaking um, skills or public speaking performance, do you think? I, I think maybe would be, maybe if you're introvert, you may be inclined not to lean towards public speaking. But in terms of doing it, I think you just need to recuperate afterwards. Mm hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's something I, I'm, I'm, I'm still like pondering because, for instance, I'm always, I always have been good at public speaking, but I was always the silent one, for instance, in, in class. But mm -hmm. when I had to do like the, the speaking exercise or like, you know, I mean, like speaking in front of the class, that was always working. And I was always like laughing. I mean, making people laugh and stuff like that. So I always like doing that. So I think mm -hmm. it's something different than just, I mean, I, I think like, uh, let's say like introverts can be good public speakers as well even better maybe i don't know i agree i think they can be good as well and like do you know what type of public speaking you want to do like what you want to talk about motivational or like do you want to do comedy or you're not sure yeah i, I honestly i don't think the, the world needs more uh, motivational speakers right i mean <laughs> you would you would think that there are enough but like the problem with my my writing for instance is that everything leans towards public speaking so that's mm -hmm. um yeah, um, uh, everyone, everything uh, leads towards uh, motivational speaking. I mean, mm -hmm. so um, I don't know. Um, 
I, I was, I mean, what I, what I, my friend and I, like two years ago, were thinking was just giving free workshops on Bitcoin because back then it oh. was not uh, yeah. known. And our thinking was, I mean, you can probably expand on or like criticize a little bit, but what we were thinking was like, if we give free uh, workshops about Bitcoin and we attract people who are interested in that, maybe those people are rich or wealthy and that's a way to network too. That was our thinking behind the whole scheme. Yeah, I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah. That's like so more they, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, we didn't do that because, um, well, <laughs> back then we were all about ideas and never doing them in practice. But um, it's still something I think could work, especially because Bitcoin is a little bit more uh, well-known known <laughs> now. So I still probably should do something like that. Um, that I mean, that's one possible thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a more, that's a high level of skill, like just motivational speaking. That's like, it's a skill to talk about it, but it's not like you have to know very specific technical details. Like it reminds me of that guy on YouTube. His name is, what's his name? Andre something. The one that talks about Bitcoin. He's one of the speakers. Yeah, Andre, uh, Andre, Anto, Andre Antonop, uh, Antonopoulos. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's his name. Him, yeah. Like something like that, that would be awesome because I find his speeches interesting and not a lot of people know about Bitcoin. And so there's going to be a higher demand for speaking in that area. Yeah. Um, Andreas Antonopoulos, I'm, I'm trying not to butcher his name now. That's an interesting case and, and very interesting, um, very relevant for this uh, topic because he. Uh, start me because if you if you look at his his uh, speeches he speaks for an hour or sometimes two two hours and it's very good it's like very engaging totally not technical very like interesting thought provoking yeah. and you would think like he's a master public speaker but then he says like you know what two years ago I couldn't say two words straight he was a uh, Greek wow. had a very bad accent and he just learned public speaking because he was so passionate about Bitcoin and started talking about it and that's always what everything like. You just uh, like if you want to be a public speaker, go out there, do um, five five speeches a day or five five a week, and you'll become a good speaker. It, it's it's happened, destined to happen. So it's happened with him. That's true. And if it's something that you already know, it's going to appear more like you're a natural at it. That always happens for me too. Like when I write about something and it doesn't, it's not a struggle. It's always better. But when I talk about something in the podcast and it's something that I already know, it's it's less of a struggle. So, yeah, yeah, and you feel, cool. you feel uh, more secure too, right? Because if you don't, I mean, I feel I feel that too. What you're saying is like, if I don't know what I'm writing about, I'm already in my head like, oh, they are going to say this or that or this. You know, I'm already like thinking about yeah. what my criticisms will say. Mm-hmm. But if it's something you're like totally there, you know, a lot of, like if I'm talking about investing or trading, I'm like, yeah, nobody can, almost nobody is going to say something here because like... <laughs> They don't even know themselves. That's true. Yeah, confidence uh, kind of helps you push through. um, Push through it. That's that's very interesting. So, um, what I get from this, like this little thing we just discussed, is that I probably should talk about something that I'm passionate about. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I'm, for instance, passionate about uh, discipline and uh, um, about learning skills, about writing, about podcasting, about. being sovereign individual, being uh, being the best you can be. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm just like spitballing here, right? Yeah, um, mindset of abundance, uh, maybe like financial things too. I mean, like how to build your finances, how to start investing, how to start trading. Um, yeah, there are a lot of things I could go there. But the yeah. thing is, of course, my goal was to, um, to, to speak for 100 people in an hour. 
And that changes everything because then you have to think bigger. Like if it was only like speak to 20 people for 10 minutes, you could be like, you could do that. I could do that now, right? I could just go to a bar, say, you know what? Can I have the mic, have your attention um, and say something. But if it's like for 100 people or more and for an hour, I, I'm afraid I have to think about like universities or, or like high schools or so that limits a little bit the content that I can talk about. Hmm. Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a place like I've never I don't go to that many speeches, but like a venue that would hold 100 people. That's it's still it's still not a ton of people, you know, like it's, no, it's still. Yeah, yeah. They, they also say like 100 is still like you, you can almost see everybody like, you know, what I mean, like it's still not still not a crowd. It's getting to a crowd, but it's still like a, a large, a large gathering of people. Yeah, that's true. Because that. that's something I had, I had a problem with as I'm not going to say an introvert, but like because that word is like using used too much these days. But um, like I, I can talk well to one person that's like a field day for me. Like I, I don't have to do anything for that. That's like I could do that in my dreams. But like talking to three people is already difficult. But then yeah. the more the bigger it comes, like talking to 15 people is like the nerves getting there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then if they were all talking back to me, like, you know, how some of them have question and answers and stuff, some speakers, like that would be a, a little bit overwhelming as well. But I mean, maybe over time, it's something that you get used to. Mm -hmm. Like a little it's, bit easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's, it's also, it's, it boils down to confidence again, I think, because yeah. like confidence is, is really key. If, if you're like on the stage and you're like shy or a bit you know i mean uh, nervous people are really going to pick you apart in seconds especially if it's about something like bitcoin or like uh, whatever they're going to like it's like they feel that the weakness is there you know what i mean yeah maybe you should have a daily public speaking challenge <laughs> yeah yeah i mean look i i mean i think I th honestly i think this podcast is that in a way almost but not in front of like people it's not like you have to face the people <laughs> I'm just kidding. That'd, yeah. be, that'd be a lot anyway, but that would be interesting. Like if you could just do like a lot of speeches and see how quickly you gain confidence or from me or whatever, you know, that'd be interesting. Cause I'm sure we yeah. would get confidence pretty quickly. Yeah, it is possible for, for all of us. That's the thing, right? You think like, uh, if you really want it, it's possible. Like I could go out not right now in an hour and do a speech somewhere. Um, yeah. um, I don't know if that would really be waiting for me exactly but you know i mean i could still do it so there's, for instance, um, that's also interesting for, for instance toastmasters that's like a, an organization it i don't think it exists in europe but it exists in states and canada and yeah. it's like an organization and you join it and you have to give a speech every week and everybody gives a speech to everybody so that's for oh. instance that would be awesome something like that yeah you don't be cool to be like on ted talks or something yeah that, yeah, yeah. cool to be on there something like that but what I'm going to do, and this is going to sound ridiculous, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm used to now, but used to now that's saying ridiculous stuff is probably something like, so I'm going to give a speech here and just video it. You know, I mean, here in my, uh, my apartment, video it and see what happens and, and pretend it's like a real speech, right? Because I want to see, yeah. I want to see what, how I am. I, I feel like, I don't know if I, if I would be good at it. Yeah, I'm sure you would. And are you going to put it out there? Or are you just keeping it for yourself? Oh my God. I would never dream of putting it out. <laughs> it would be so embarrassing. No. 
I don't know, like it, it was intimidating. Like the first time I tried to do YouTube video, it looked really crazy because you have to like control your, like your facial expressions and like, cause I'm very animated and I'm like, wow, I look crazy. So I had to like tone it down a bit, but yeah, it's interesting. That's a good way to, to get used to speaking in front of people is looking at yourself on camera. Yeah. Um, that reminds me of my uh, period at my startup. Um, I didn't, I didn't do one. I mean, I didn't, I didn't give a pitch or a presentation. But mm -hmm. my uh, my boss and uh, co-owner and friend uh, had to do that for uh, some kind of um, uh, how do they call it uh, round or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyway, you had to do like uh, an incubator. That's what they call it. So um, I mean, it's a whole, uh, startup talk it doesn't matter. But he had yeah. to do a, a public speaking uh, uh, or a speech. And the thing was, he 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 recorded his first one. So he recorded the, the, the presentation and, and the practice person presentation for uh, alone, him alone in a, in a lonely room or a, you know what, an empty room. Yeah. And that was very good. It was like, I mean, energy, it had like cachet, it had everything you had. I mean, that was, I mean, I, I saw that and I was like, yeah, we're going, we're going to kill the meeting, right? We're going to raise that money. But then yeah. the presentation in front of 200 people. And that was so uh, blank and like uh, gray and like, you know, I mean, like there was nothing there. He got nervous. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like he was washed down. He was stood there like very like nervous, like not, uh. not a lot. I mean, like the, the, the practice version was him like uh, Hitler invading Poland, you know what I mean? Like, like with a crazy talk and waving and like, that's great. But then the actual presentation was so... Um, Blank. And I said, to, and I said to him, like, why, why were you so, so, so somber? And he was like, in my mind, he he felt in his mind that he was giving like a hundred percent, right? Oh, wow. Uh -huh. But then I realized one important trick that is that if you have to do two hundred percent, and then people will pick up the hundred percent. You know what I mean? That's yeah. interesting. Goes very, very, very big, much, much bigger than you're used to, and people, it's still people will still feel like you're just 100% because like the, it gets toned down if you talk to a lot of people. And why do you think that is? Do you think it's just because of the nerves or do you think there was something else? Like how did he think that he's doing 100% then, but yet he was definitely doing it yeah. different in the room? I think the nerves too, because like he did it in the practice per presentation. I think the nerves. And, and also what happened is like, if you're alone or if there's nobody there, you just go crazy. you like, you know, oh, you yeah. don't care. No, then I, there are a lot of people and you're like like uh, you're thinking oh this is too crazy you have to tone it down you're like you have some kind of feedback loop and and thing is always like you you're used to talking um normal and then you're going to do something that's outside your comfort zone you don't feel good at it so you already feel like in, like in your head you're overreacting but the problem is the people don't know you so they know who you are they just think like it's like a little bit boring <laughs> yeah that's true that's interesting though. Yeah. So the like, I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, what was the reaction at the end of his speech from the crowd? Yeah, it was very bad. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he had one thing, right? And that's the thing. I mean, I, did I think, I mean, I talked about it before, I think like dress better than they are. Then they that's one of the big rules like dress better he was dressed in a three-piece suit like totally like and that did something because people are like oh that guy you know what i mean like make something mm -hmm. Changes I said, 
dress dress for success right that's something you have to do so that was good but um, the presentation itself was not good just like there was no energy there was no nothing yeah so, um, that's something i have to to think about especially if, if my goal is talking one hour to um to 100 people like keeping 100 people one hour like motivated and like you know what uh interesting that's very difficult mm-hmm. that's true yeah, I would agree with that because for an hour, like I probably can do the most I've ever done a speech for was probably 10 minutes during class. I don't think it's ever been longer than 10 minutes. Yeah. So um, that's the, the beauty of this, like this writing challenge because you're, you're already using the techniques. You're already using like an arc, right? You're already using like sometimes so little jokes when, when, <clears throat> when you talked about something like, you know what I mean? Like, so those techniques, you just have to use them again. So like you, you have a, a, a one-hour story, let's say. How yeah. do you start? How do you end? Put some mystery in. That's also very important that you put like something in that people get their attention that they can't figure out. And then at the end, you give them that mystery. So you're, they're always like looking for the clue. Yeah. Uh, maybe some jokes, uh, maybe some stories, anecdotes, right? Just like like they, like you do in the writing too. You never, uh, you always talk a little bit about yourself and like, so um. Storytelling or the writing is definitely going to help me, but um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's mostly the nerve parts. That's true. Do you think you're going to do it impromptu or do you think you're going to rehearse beforehand? Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a winged guy, but I don't think that would work for a one-hour speech. <laughs> I know. That would be long. I, I see like some speakers on YouTube, um, maybe they just do the same speech repeatedly, but it seems like they're just, wing it but it's probably because they said it so many times before that it's familiar and then um they have questions like especially like you know how gary v like he does the question and answer i'm always amazed by that because he has such long and um quick answers to people's questions so he like really knows his stuff so he can make a very long speech out of out of basically nothing yeah that's amazing right i mean why are we always talking about gary v but anyway i mean yeah, he's really good because, I mean, you, you know he knows business, so whatever people ask is like, yeah, he's like uh, dissecting their business uh, as we speak. Yeah. But um, then he always has some in- insight and like he always can tie it back to the theme he's talking about. So he's talking about struggle or talking about working hard, he always gets it back to there. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be something I could do too. But uh, the problem is I don't have I don't have any credentials, right? <laughs> what am I going to talk about? Uh, right excuse me bitcoin right would you be able to do that for bitcoin you probably would be able to do it yeah but i don't know if i if i want to do that because i <laughs> i mean i know i know i'm like a little bit picky but i that's something i realized with a bitcoin trading show i mean i was like i was having fun for a while mm-hmm. but the questions of the people were always about icos about rumor about what is the sec going to do you know always all those things i don't want to talk about so yeah. i'm a little if I'm now going to like talk about Bitcoin, it's going to be like, yeah, but how about taxes? How about can the government stop this? Is this yeah. illegal? What about criminal uh, laundry and stuff like that? Um, money laundering? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't have to go that much that way, but uh, maybe, maybe it's possible. Um, um, I, I don't know. Can you think of some subjects you would want to talk about, for instance, for an hour? For an hour, I probably like something like finding your passion, following your dreams, happiness, um, like living your life in your own terms. They're all pretty similar. 
And I knew about that, maybe um, my trip abroad, like things like personal life experiences that I le- I've learned a lot from, my life story, something like that. Yeah. And how it feels to, to write every day. I mean, that's like... <laughs> Talk about that for an hour. <laughs> how does it feel to create content every day? I mean, that's the thing I'm always saying to people, like create content every day and nobody's doing it. So maybe that's something I could talk about. Because... People think about content, they think like, yeah, so you make selfies every day or something on Instagram. No, no, that's not what it, I mean. It, I mean, like really putting yourself out there every day. Yeah. So maybe I could talk about that. I still, I'm still not really convinced about it. But um, I set the goal, so that's going to happen anyway. So if I set a goal, I mostly like move towards it. So for instance, uh, to explain a little bit more, my goal is to, to talk to 100 people over an hour. But if I, for instance, talk to... 40 people's over 50 minutes. That's also good for me. Like that's, that's how yeah. I set my goals. They don't have to be fail or miss. It's more like, have I progressed towards it this year? That's true. Yeah. And that's good. Like even if you spoke with 40 people, that would still be, yeah. Like you said, progress. Yeah. I mean, if you get, if you would get really technical, but I don't want to, uh, I have one uh, episode that is listened to 165 people right now, but only for three minutes. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm moving, I'm progressing in, in, in some kind of direction. I'm, I'm getting yeah. people's attention. I'm learning how to, to, to talk, how to tell stories, how to not be boring. So that's something that I'm very interested at, uh, about. So yeah. um, one more thing um, I think about public speaking is um, and that you all also, also have to, to um, let's say, uh, confront with is your nerves, right? So... Uh-huh. Do you have some techniques you would recommend to for people to uh, reduce their nervousness? <laughs> I do not. The only thing I ever do is just jump into it and just get over it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I know there's different techniques and stuff, but I've not really done. Like some people like maybe try to clear their mind beforehand or um, it's just usually like it's at the first like maybe 30 seconds for me, like the initial thing, and then I'm over it. Like it becomes much easier. Because you were you were writing one day about a story that you did an, an interview for a job interview or something like that, and you really nailed that. So you 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 were nervous. You was like acting all like, I mean, you nailed it. But then two it. Days later, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, two days later, people were like, or the management was like, you that they they felt like <laughs> you didn't do or you didn't you didn't work in the, in reality how you did at that interview. Is that something? Yeah. It felt like I was a different person. I think that's basically what I do. Like I kind of like forget who I am, not forget who I am, but like I develop another persona. So it kind of disassociates myself from like the part that's nervous and then I'm able to do it easier. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because in a way, now that I think about it, like uh, my writing and my podcasting is also not really under my name in a way. Right. So, Oh yeah. So, I do um, like that it would be easier for me to speak as Molly Maguire than as my my real uh, my real persona. I don't know. We don't. Yeah. We will see. It's yeah. Going to be, definitely going to be interesting. So, do you have any more closing thoughts about public speaking? Um, I'm just excited to see what you're going to do next year with your public speaking. Or is it by the end of this year, 2018? Yeah, it's already about uh, going to be by the end of this year. Yeah, I'm just excited to see what it's going to be. And hopefully I move towards that direction as well. I have no particular goal. I mean, I think probably within the next year or so I want to do something. 
Yeah, I was gonna ask you uh, ask you that. Like, what is your goal? But like, that's a, that's a good thing. Like, doing something. I mean, let's keep it vague, but you'll probably get there too. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. So yeah, um, closing thought. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if I'll get there. Honestly, I mean, nothing really happened in that arena. But that's like how, for instance, in running challenge two, like I wanted a thousand people to clap. A thousand claps, nothing really happened, and then one piece um, exploded. So maybe this is going to be the same like this. So we'll see. It's very exciting. So um, and and that's the reason why we do it now that we can like in six months or something look back and and see how foolish or how smart we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but at least you have right? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's always like uh, setting goals is always yeah dreaming in a way mike like envisioning a better future and trying to 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 build it something yes. like that so um alicia thank you very much for uh being guest um and tomorrow we'll be back so thank you very much and bye thank you bye bye